changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today, your inspiration is from our best-selling book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Life Lessons from the Cat. I'm sharing two stories about the uncanny ability of cats to act as natural therapists for their humans. They're small animals, and they're often thought of as aloof, but when they want to, these little animals can be a huge help, often benefiting their humans even more than other humans can. Sometimes those humans who were helped so much had actually been pretty reluctant to bring a cat into their lives. And one such person was our writer, Renee Vaco-Search, because she already had some cats, so she was hesitant when her niece called and asked if she would foster a pair of cats that she had found living in the hollow of a tree. Renee and her husband had already adopted several strays, but when her niece said that both cats were declawed, Renee gave in because she knew those cats couldn't survive outside. When the two long-haired calicos were brought over, Renee and her husband were shocked at how emaciated the poor things were. At first, they were both skittish, but then the male cat realized he was in a safe environment and he overcame his fear and fit right in. But the female cat, who had dashed down the hall and disappeared under their son Benjamin's bed, stayed there for weeks, huddled against the wall under the bed. The male cat was named Sam, and the female cat was named Hal, H-A-L, which was short for hides a lot. So Sam was playful and curious and affectionate, and he was adopted right away, because remember, they were only fostering. Hal, though, was fearful and cautious and aloof, and no one wanted to adopt her, if they even could see her, since she was mostly hiding under the bed. So that was a foster cat that ended up becoming a permanent cat. Now, after they had Hal for about a week, she ventured out to nap on their son's bed while he was at school. But as soon as Renee or her husband entered their son's room, that cat would dash back under the bed. Gradually, she got used to their son, Benjamin, and she would sleep with him, curled up next to his pillow, near enough to sense his presence, but not close enough to touch. Now, two weeks after this shy cat, Hal, had arrived, Benjamin, who has Asperger's, experienced a full-blown meltdown. And he slammed his bedroom door, and then Renee and her husband could hear him in there ranting about the unfairness of life. Renee was about to enter his room to check on him when his tirade stopped as if someone had flipped a switch. Renee carefully opened Benjamin's door, and she peered in, and she found that Hal was lying on Benjamin's favorite blanket, which was covering him, and Benjamin had fallen asleep with the cat resting on his chest. Over the next few weeks, they witnessed the same phenomenon happen every time that Benjamin spiraled into a meltdown. As soon as he lay down in bed and covered himself with his blanket, Hal would settle on his chest. And within seconds, Benjamin would transition from agitation to complete calm. It soon grew quite apparent that Hal had come into their lives for a reason. Renee says, The frightened, aloof cat has developed an unusual bond with Benjamin. She seems to sense his special needs and appears to have her own sensory issues to boot. She doesn't like to be touched, hates loud noises, and favors solitude over boisterous games with the other cats in our house. But none of that matters to Benjamin because he shares the same sensory issues. 
Benjamin and Hal are best friends. When she's not eating or taking a walk around the garden, you will find Hal napping on Benjamin's bed, curled up beside his pillow, or lying on his chest when he's feeling stressed. The cat no one wanted has blessed us beyond expectations. We gave her a home, but she has given our special son so much more. After the break, we're going to talk about another therapy cat, this one helping a woman with a responsibility that so many of us have, which is caring for an elderly parent. In our next story, Shannon Kernahan tells us that she was living on the West Coast, but she flew home to the prairie when her father became ill, and she brought along her calico cat named Farfi. Her mother welcomed the cat, but stipulated that the cat was not allowed to go up on tables or countertops. Now, that wouldn't be the easiest thing to pull off with a nine-year-old cat who did whatever she pleased, but Shannon just said okay. Then her father passed away, and Shannon hated the idea of leaving her mother alone, and she saw how happily Farfi the cat had settled in at her mother's place. Her mother said the cat could stay as long as she wanted. So it was decided Shannon went back to the West Coast to her high-rise apartment building, and Farfi stayed in her mother's spacious house with its picture windows and perfect cat ledges. And by the way, Farfi was already roaming the counters, contrary to instructions, but Shannon's mother didn't say a thing about it. Then Shannon's mother bought the cat a $500 cat enclosure for the backyard for her 10th birthday, This was a woman who had never spent $500 on anyone's birthday before. She also started buying expensive food for the cat because when it came to that cat, only the best would do. Well, Shannon's mom is 80 now, and she has heart trouble. In fact, Shannon needed to fly home when her mom had quadruple bypass surgery. She survived it, and she was back home a month later, and she broke into tears when she saw her cat. Those were the only tears that Shannon saw her mother shed during her whole medical ordeal. It took a while for Shannon to stop calling Farfi their communal cat and realize that she wasn't getting the cat back. Her mom is so thoroughly attached to Farfi and she will not give her up. And somehow, at some point, that cat got official permission to run around on all the countertops and jump on all the tables. I'm Amy Newmark, and you've been listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to learn more about our new books and everything else going on at Chicken Soup for the Soul, join the 2.3 million people who follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and go to chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul Life Lessons from the Cat. You can pick up a copy at Walmart, Target, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, or wherever else you like to get your books. And I want to tell you that we're really proud of the way we handle our cat books. We make sure to feature lots of rescued cats, particularly black cats and senior cats, because those are the ones that are often left behind in the shelters. And we donate royalties from this book and our other recent cat books to American Humane to support their wonderful humanitarian work on behalf of cats in shelters and also during natural disasters, such as hurricanes and wildfires. Come back for our next episode to hear a couple of stories from our latest best-selling book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Angels All Around. These stories are about the miracles that occurred for two of our writers 
when they received much-needed reassurance from beyond. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.